<clears throat> Welcome back to another episode of Fresh Fair Entertainment. We're your host. I'm Horace DeFerro. It's the God Donnie Ascended. And your boy Rod the God Batch with another banger for the yes, people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And today we have two special guests on the podcast. And on top of that, one is a guest who's been on our show multiple times already so mm-hmm. welcome back to Taj. Yo, what's up people what's up yeah and our newest no the newest person that has never been on the podcast our boy genesis go ahead and introduce yourself sir how y'all doing how y'all doing my name is jen for short just a man who's just trying to make it in the world so hey let's get to it <laughs> welcome. Hey. Welcome. yes the the Big show ups. is glad to have you and we got these guests on our show today because well, our topic today, we're going into what the metaverse is and understanding the metaverse. And together, we off, we often, you know, talk about crypto, NFTs, the market, and where the world is going. And so it only feels right to have people that we dabble with this and talk about this on a daily basis on our show. You feel me? Right. So, so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and hop into this topic. How y'all want to start it off? Mm. Give them a, a basic understanding of what the metaverse is and and then we'll go into how the the other facets tie into the concepts well you know i took me some notes you feel me as usual so when i I ask people what is the metaverse and when we say metaverse you have to think about uh like we're talking about the duality between the physical world and the virtual world colliding together right Mm -hmm. and we have to also note this virtual reality is the one that's created by ourselves so it's a merging of this reality that we call life with the facet version of that itself. I think it's actually um, what's it called? Augmented reality. It's yeah. like virtual reality, augmented reality, mm-hmm. and like one of them is putting the the like virtual software on top of the right. actual physical world. So hmm. it's it's crazy the technologies that they actually coming out with. It's um, it's just one dude who actually be coding the stuff, bro. Um, I forgot he was on Instagram, but he literally has it to where you put on the the glasses or the soft on your eyes. About. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. it literally pull up on some Tony Stark type shit, bro. Jeez. Yeah, and like literally he got the whole interface like up in in air, and you you pressing the buttons, moving stuff like it's a computer. So we we talking about real life version of Sims, right? Like, right. Pretty much. Like, yeah, so. we gonna get into that specifically. Okay. So when you think about this topic, we talked about this on the show in very minute detail, and we talked about like technology and its impacts. But we're going to really hunker down on what it is and how it affects us. And really, the endless possibilities and how it's going to change our world in the near future than it is than it is in the far future, right? Mm-hmm. And so we, wanna, we want people to understand it and so how you're going to actually be able to move through. Because it's going to be a totally new world. Everyone's talking about a new world, but they don't understand how new this world will be to them. I mean, people are saying it's a new world and it's just a COVID. They're not going to be ready for the world where you don't even have to be in this reality. Ready Player One on full, real scale, right? Dang. Because right now it's becoming about the control, who controls your data. Because whoever now, now whoever controls data controls wealth, right? Mm-hmm. We've, had, we've had tons of documentaries come out about how all these social media companies like Facebook, Instagram have been using your data to create. Selling it to yeah, the giants. Yeah, they've been selling it to, to these companies to curate digital versions of you that know you better than you do exactly because the, the data is it's pretty much a, a digital copy of yourself you know what i'm saying like you said and yeah. with that digital copy you got all your patterns right. all your mannerisms preferences all exactly all your preferences everything they they really be knowing more about you than you know about yourself this is why when you on instagram it ca- even if you don't like you don't have to like a picture anymore what comes next when you scroll They've already pre-calculated. They said, this is what you'll like. 
and they measure how long you're on something. So mm -hmm. that's why when you scroll next, it'll be something literally the exact same thing. This is how you could, for instance, when I first started working out, I looked at workout videos for like two, maybe an hour. The next day, my whole feed workout videos nonstop. Mm -hmm. I was yeah. like, bro, I don't even want to look at this right now. <laughs> but it, 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 it calculates it to that extent. And I ain't like a single thing. I didn't follow nothing, but it's going to calculate it to that extent. And so with the metaverse, you're looking at almost a spatial universe within itself. It's like how people talk about pocket dimensions, right? Yeah. So you have a unit. So you have the internet and you have real life, but the internet isn't tangible. You can just access it. You can't go into the internet, but the metaverse will be you going into it, accessing the internet in real time in an augmented state. Right. But it's almost like that one episode of Rick and Morty where they had like, universes inside of universes inside of universes you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah, it was the dream mm -hmm. episode it worked that out like, too and it's crazy because think about it like this is universe in itself right now and if you look at the digital space right you go in there and right now we just we just scratching the surface you feel me you right. know what mm -hmm. i'm saying mm -hmm. as far as you know the the knowledge that we have uh, I don't know, you know, how advanced they really are, but as far as I know, we're just scratching the surface on this digital, right. you know, augmented reality um, uh, co concept. Now, imagine, you know what I'm saying, 50, 100 years down the line, you in that, and you get super advanced. Now, you created another space inside of that space right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? The so meta metaverse. Exactly, <laughs> but it's, it's like possibilities on top of possibilities, man. It's crazy. I think something else a lot of people don't really think about is that the government and media control so much of our perception now, but this digital reality that we're getting into is mm -hmm. probably one of the first actual ways that everyday people can create their own world without modified perceptions, right. perspectives that are catered to us by the government or by media sites. Right. I mean, it's not always by, about the government, but this is the first time we're really seeing decentralized networks, decentralized platforms that could be used for us. Right. But and, here's the thing, though, because what it sounds like and what the information that's been out, it sounds like a dystopian future. But it's already here. It's not even the future now. Mm -hmm. we're, we're currently living in this renaissance. Right now, we're living in a renaissance. And to be able to acknowledge you're in a renaissance is different because this is now considered art. Mm -hmm. It was once a time when art was considered art, you know, pictures and paintings. But now technology is the new form of art. Right. Yeah. This is why NFTs are going so big as they are now. Technology has became the new art. So with this, you you're walking. So what we don't want to do is because the, the metaverse will be a society in itself. So with that, we don't. The biggest issue is bringing this already broken society into the metaverse. That's already unregulated, already, uh, you know, loosely controlled as it is today. So we have to keep in mind how much control do we actually have over it because there are currently companies who are okay think about epic games and fortnite right mm -hmm. they were given a billion to create the metaverse so this is in the, the the earliest stages of the metaverse was for example was you know when they was if fortnite was doing those live concerts yeah. like marshmallow and travis scott yeah, yeah. Were playing yeah. and it was, that's the example of the metaverse that's like the prequel to it yeah. because you're experiencing the live concert in mm -hmm. real time in an augmented it's the only difference is you're not augmented you're just role playing it but now put think about you put on your vr glasses or your oculus system and you're at the concert now so now yeah. you no longer have to leave your home right mm -hmm. now you are at the concert that's in paris and now and, and you in the middle of your house so then you eliminate everything you eliminate a human social action and create an augmented it's like ready player one when they would take off their uh 
took off the little game and everybody was in extreme poverty, exactly. right? Yeah. It's just uh, trying to escape the reality that they live in. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things when you're looking at something like this is finding that balance. You know what I'm saying? When you when you talk about the digital space and actual the physical world, you know what I'm saying? Because the last thing we want to do is get into the position to where the physical world is almost left behind for the digital world. You feel right. me? Yeah. And, and I feel like as far as, you know, benefits you can get from the digital digital space, yes, there are many benefits, but once you off balance and the the physical things get left behind, then the digital space is only gonna follow soon enough. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So eventually you're gonna get you're gonna leave behind this world. It's like, oh man, you know, I, I got this reality I can escape to. I don't gotta worry about this reality. I can I can neglect this. Eventually that you're gonna face the consequences in the digital space and then where you're gonna run from there you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so it's it's a real slippery slope i feel you know it's it's definitely great progress It's interesting to look at but you know if not done correctly if not executed correctly it could cause a lot of problems i think with that um but you mentioned something about escaping their own reality but I think that's just something like you. If we've solved that problem, there's always going to be a second problem or another problem to come after that. Because you have to think about why a lot of people go on drugs, and not just like weed or anything like that. I'm talking about like hardcore Major drugs, hallucinogen stuff like that. Right. Exactly, they're trying to escape their own reality for whatever reason. It doesn't right. have to be anything bad or anything like seriously, you know, people escaping trauma or anything like that. But the same thing you're talking about with the people escaping to the digital worlds. I think that if you know if there's not balance like you said it could be the same more or less Honestly, with the, the drug thing yeah you know? I did, you know the digital space augmented reality could become the new most popular drug yeah really. i mean uh -huh. think about how you know when you play a game where you like make your character and the character you know they got like female avatars and then you talk to the female avatar and it'd be a dude you know what i'm talking about oh, as the female avatar that sounds like something on that oh right yeah. and oh. so Mm -hmm. What that one Black Mirror episode? Yeah, about? yeah, with yeah. Mackey. Yeah, uh -huh. major catfish. Right. And so, the biggest threat to me that I think returning to uh, the metaverse is the monopoly, the monopolization of it, right? Mm -hmm. Because there are already people seeking to get their hands on it or to be, and you can't. No one can really solely control the metaverse, but it's almost who creates the metaverse at yeah. a global scale, right? Mm -hmm. And so we must ask ourselves. With the current day of information and technology, we barely have any privacy as it is. Mm -hmm. Do we want that same thing to carry over into the metaverse? Because then you think about it, now your virtual self is in it. They already got everything. They know everything about you. Your phone record, everything you do, whether you know it or not. Same thing with the laptop. You put your fingerprint in your phone. You put your face on your phone. They got everything they need already to have these digital copies. So your privacy is already essentially gone. Mm -hmm. So you're going to carry that into the metaverse, right? So mm -hmm. what's next? Digital clones of your avatar, right? I think it's something that's possible. Right? That's very. There's been a movie. Uh, there's a movie about 10, 15 years ago that well, actually did something like every that. Every movie, we know movies aren't just for nonsense. We know movies also, also, you know, predict the future to an extent. Art we, imitates reality. Right, art, art imitates, imitates reality, art. right? So you got movies like Transcendence. You got stuff like iRobot. Tron. 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 Yeah. Tron's, Tron's probably one of the best I examples. I say Tron's a great example. They've been showing this ever since the internet has came out since the mm -hmm. 90s. Mm -hmm. Honestly, even it's, the Matrix, this, man. It's almost even as if... You know, they've been trying to drop little hints to prepare us for when it actually does happen. So we like, oh, you know, this seems crazy, but I've seen this before. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? 
Right. Like, you know how mm-hmm. when you finna drop something on somebody and it's a big bomb, so you don't want to just drop it out of nowhere because people panic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When, yeah, they're not ready for change. Exactly. So if you kind of, you know, subliminally just dropping hints off to people year by year, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Eventually, you get people to a state to where they might not be comfortable with something when it first happens, but they'll at least be a little bit more tolerant to it, you know, and won't panic off of first sight. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you guys said about all these movies and just art in general, predicting not even really predicting because we are creating all of this we're talking about this space this digital space this isn't created by the government this is not something that's really controlled by the government if we're talking about decentralized all right this is something that we are creating there are no rules to this so it's just kind of funny how you know we say that they predict this it's something good to be optimistic about but you know this is the future that we're in we are creating our own future right in front of our eyes and I mean, it's just amazing, honestly. But also, uh, when you look at like, when you look at how this is forming, the foundational idea of this is human computing. And what's so important about that is the provenance or the origin of that, because that adds value to it, right? Mm-hmm. So, information is just people in disguise. This is why, like, things like Wikipedia was happening. The information is just someone putting, you know, when you see something like Barack Obama or like Mickey Mouse's oh, president, you know, the little goofy <laughs> stuff. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the ninth grade, there was an example. My teacher said Justin Bieber is a like 15, 14 year old lesbian female. I was right. like, what? What? <laughs> it was on there too. He pulled it out like that's like, crazy. Huh? Like anyone can put anything at this point. And so what? And then another question, because the metaverse is coming. It's, it's, it's damn near here, and so they want to make it mainstream. So let's just hypothesize real quick. Hypothetically, say the metaverse is here. What? This is where crypto comes in hand, right? Uh-huh. Because now you have this commissionless form of currency, things like Bitcoin are being able to reach their full potential. Yeah. Because now you have a, it's like in-game currency, right? Okay, think about it. Like this. Remember, a perfect example, you know, Fortnite got the V-Bucks. Yeah. Now they have gift cards for the V-Bucks to buy for the game. Yeah. That's the exact, so imagine if you have a Bitcoin gift card, you know what I'm saying? That you use to buy stuff in your world. This is the exact thing. This is that's how Fortnite started the metaverse. Mm-hmm. The fact that you was an in-game currency that was specifically for a game is now on stores in the gift gift card aisle now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one has actually paid attention to that implication. So now you paying for in-game currency in real time so versus you the game. For in-game currency in with, real life. Yeah, right. Like that's- kind of mind-boggling they've been doing that with 2k and vc for the last 10 plus years actually Mm -hmm. yeah exactly Mm -hmm. you know it's it's many different ways that people go about it but then you look at crypto and it's kind of like that's like the the big in-game currency but for life itself you know what i'm saying if you're looking at this this digital space being a copy of our reality that's literally in-game currency for life itself which is kind of nuts it's like honestly if you think of it like the foreign exchange space not like you just trading like off rip but you know how you go to a different country you got to get that currency so from mm-hmm. the american dollar to the yen or the, the euro, euro or the british pound you know stuff like that mm-hmm. you could change um, on certain platforms just say coinbase for for example bitcoin to ethereum ethereum to cardano just stuff like that you could exchange different currencies for mm-hmm. other currencies in the crypto space mm-hmm. and on specific exchanges the fees won't be as much but it might be different when you're going to different countries. And you already see now that the world is kind of, we see how inflation works in America and we see right. the dollar, dollar being devalued. So it's just like, 
eventually we're going to be stepping away from fiat currency. We're not there yet. It's going to take some time because crypto is only about half a percent of the world's wealth right now. Mm-hmm. But when we get to that space and when fiat currency is not as prevalent and it is not as necessary, mm-hmm. it's going to be a dangerous world. Right. Yeah, we're going to be some yeah, bro, serious times. Bro, because I feel like the, the decentralized nature of crypto is what makes that, you know, so mind boggling because you're thinking when you have fiat money now, it's all so controlled by one entity mm-hmm. that, you know, people honestly be living in fear. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I got to I got to do this so they don't garnish my wages. I got to yeah. do this because this bank literally controls, scarcity. you know, my money, the scarcity, how much money is in the system. How much it's worth. Exactly. All, all of that. You're looking at crypto and it's like so many different people have the wealth that no one person can just say oh you know I, i'm gonna take this from you you know what i'm saying you can't make no money it's like nah I, okay I, prices I, up stuff like that the right people control the price exactly right. the people controlling the market the people controlling everything so now you got people where they really can have creativity and, and free range to do what they want to do mm-hmm. with their funds you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so nobody is, is taking that from you now nobody is taking your your freedom your creativity and now you're in a digital space or you can really do whatever it is you want man and this is why we see the current boom of crypto on top of nfts nfts is just digital art and then people ask well how am i going to use this digital art right Mm -hmm. if you now have the metaverse the digital art that you just bought is now applicable in your digital world your digital house got the art that you just spent 50 bands on or 20 dollars on in your house so you don't need it in the physical world no more because you might not be able to get it in the physical world. It might not long, It might no longer exist in the physical world. Or all the physical versions you can't tell are real or not. That was the biggest thing with NFTs and art. Mm-hmm. It changed the art industry in the day. Because now you can't, you can't determine if a paint, the Mona Lisa, is even real. Someone said it was real in the 1700s and could have lied. But if you have an NFT version, the NFT version has a stamp of approval. So mm-hmm. you know this NFT version of this picture is real regardless, right? Mm-hmm. So say someone makes... Four, let's say they make six paintings, three in the real world, three is NFTs. The NFTs will be forever. The real ones can be destroyed at any point. Literally. Right? Yeah. Or it could be fake. Someone can make a fake of it. Yeah. But there's no way to 100% say that. Even the people that know, that determine if the art is fake or not, they lie. You feel what I'm saying? So the NFTs, you can't fake the NFT because only the owner has it and the owner sells it. And then the owner still contributes royalties. So, and you're not going to get royalties for something you didn't make. And the royalties so, are innate. Man, that's, that's something really crazy to think about. I remember hearing, um, I mean, it's just kind of like going along with the NFT thing, but it's something to be cautious about as well, because people say, and it's not me agreeing with them, but, you know, people say that this whole NFT thing is a bubble. Same thing with cryptocurrency, right. you know, anything that is new to the world, people are not really adept to change. Say the same thing about phones. Yeah, like, <laughs> internet, internet, cars, the whole thing, man. And it's like, people have been You guys don't want to drive around. You guys still want to walk. Yeah, like, <laughs> bro, back. it's crazy how, you know, all of these things that we say are bubbles, we say are not going to last, really end up being the future. Tesla, self-driving right. cars. Well, and I feel like a large part of that is because of the previous technology that we have implemented in our society, right? Like, mm-hmm. look at Dogecoin. Look how popular that came, that came about that to me, right? Off of a, off of bucks. memes, literally. So it's it's a joke between you know this large entity of people, you know, through this app, through this social media that created the hype behind the coin that ended up you know gaining so much value in a short period of time. Now, they, if 
if a meme can do that, bro, imagine what the collective power on, you know, people on Instagram could do, people on right. Twitter, you know what I'm saying, Snapchat, bro. Snapchat, I mean, um, you know, any form of social media, you can get people to literally come together, it's like, oh, you know, people doing this, you know, this the wave or whatever, I'm gonna do this too, boom, now you got, you know, some, some coin that ain't mattered for years, right. now boom, it's on the rise, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. also... It's, we gotta talk about how Okay for example We gotta look at How things are changing Just with even viewership So you know how you got Esports and you got real games Yeah uh-huh. the, the latest championships The basketball championships They say it was like 7.5 million people watched it And the latest Esports championship Had like 100 million mm-hmm. Those are That's a huge gap Between the real And the virtual world Gotta look at Cause we doing My bad Esports Is like With athletes You know it's like There's a percentage of people That not, not can't But are less likely to get involved. Meanwhile, esports, um, as long as you have the device, right. have the ability, you can participate. So it's like, okay, yeah. I can do this too. So I'm more interested. Yeah. Meanwhile, Backers. you're like, oh, I can't, I can't dunk for my life. So <laughs> I, I bought basketball. I'm gonna so, get on the game. Look, so yeah. that being said, think of it like this: if we know the metaverse is coming and it's gonna be a full scale world digital, what if the everything real world might become awesome? You might not need the real basketball team. You got the virtual basketball team mm-hmm. making more plays. You got the guy, damn player six one six is a triple <laughs> He's going you, got you, you got the World of Warcraft Warriors going crazy. Create a whole different the demand is there. People just don't realize it mm-hmm. because the, yeah. the the demand is your consumption. The mm-hmm. rate people are on their phones, the rate people play games, and that only spiked because of COVID. Yeah, true. So the demand is there, even if it's not a ten. It's tangible, but even if it's not, people aren't saying it. The actions are showing more. Mm-hmm. And what makes this easier than the internet because the hardware aspect of it is that the metaverse wouldn't run on coal. It runs on engines. For example, this is where video games make a big thing. You know Unreal Engine, mm-hmm. right? You ever seen the last... Do you know how realistic the games look, the trailers? Yeah. It yeah. looks like they be wherever they at. Exactly. And yeah. I think Unreal Engine was one of the ones that's been partnered with Epic Games that got part of the $1 billion effort to help build the metaverse. Because the hardware, the hardware is not cold. You don't have to code it. You just need engines. So now you don't need the space to do it. From a little game, like, a game in XQ. And imagine how much... Epic Games, Unreal Engine could do in a decentralized world. Right. Like, if, of course, you know you have your ESBR, whatever they call it. You have your regulations in the world here. You know, controlled by the government, stuff like that. But in the crypto world, in the digital world, that's something that you really don't have to think about. Like, it's not as prevalent because we're talking about decentralized networks. And I mean, of course, there are some centralized networks in the digital space, but it's just like looking at the dark web. The dark web is much bigger like right. infinite compared to google compared to the surface level all right the surface is like three percent of the internet right and a lot of people don't know that same thing with crypto all right you have to think about it in the same means and when you have these big companies billion dollar companies creating games creating software for people everyday people to play on this network mm-hmm. man just think about what they can create and i the- was just finna say that bro like don't mean to cut you off no, but i was finna say think about if we get to a world where, you know how Fortnite has that creative mode? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about when you get to a place to where you can get people to 
be in the digital space in their own creative mode, right? Right. So you just give everybody free that's range cool. to create their own collective world. Mind, just exactly. Old, that's literally like just bro. a collective mind creating the world within itself, bro. That's going to infinitely expand, bro. That's going to be on some some no man's sky in real life type stuff, <laughs> and, bro. Okay, let's bring that back up because that game is a, actually a perfect realization of that in the extent too. So the game operates like the game is infinite in a sense. It's like you fly to a planet, you do whatever, yeah. and the game works like fractal, so it's infinite. So you can you never run out of planets. Mm-hmm. You can fly for two days and you're going to always find planets with new stuff in the game. The game continuously grows as you play it. Mm-hmm. So you can't complete the game. The game constantly goes. And if you have your own creative mode, one, I think people have to realize that you are actually in it versus playing it. Mm-hmm. So now you are in the ship traveling to this place and instead of having to physically go there, right? Who said the mission to Mars is going to be actual people, right? Yeah. At any point. Because they always complain about the damn technology knowing they got the damn shit. Mm-hmm. You guys gave me an idea, man. Like, honestly, we're talking about infinite worlds. Like, you were just talking about right. you travel to a different world and all of that. Man, This all of this is just an extension of our real life, all right? Because once we pass, the world is still there. Right. Mm-hmm. The digital world is still here, much like the regular world. The transferring of consciousness into that thing, right? It's so, wild. for example, imagine a video you watched on YouTube with a real person is now just a bot in the thing. You feel me? You can still probably visit YouTube in that universe. That's what I'm saying. Everything here transfers there, so you don't have to waste time to do it here. A world within a world within a world. Right. And the metaverse will make things like smartphones relics in an instant. Just as soon as smartphones made pagers and stuff useless in moments. Notice. Pagers, man. Like think about think about this. We went from you know we had you know when VR first came out, you had the big old goggles. Yeah, you, know? you went from them big old goggles to glasses. They already got glasses, like yeah, Oculus they got glasses. Literally, like look like sunglasses, right? Bro. And that was just in five years. Like you went from having to walk around, that's, that's wild, put your bro. phone in the thing. Now you ain't gotta do that. Now you put the glasses and you in there, right? You got the handheld movements. I was watching a VR of a game where it was like dude was picking up stuff. He was dumping it in the trash. He mm-hmm. was, oh, you seen the one where they uh they got the people with like the little personal treadmill, like the omnidirectional <laughs> yes, treadmill. Yes, so you can, can move. Oh, you yeah. Got it. oh yeah. That's, that's cold, crazy. man. And right. so look, even a decade from now, this will be a relic in its own. Whether we fight in the war with the metaverse, like Ready Player One, <laughs> or we just all simming it out. You know what I'm saying? We not mm-hmm. even here no more. We like, nah, you can go talk to my sim. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. Man. This is why, like I said, this is why things like cryptocurrencies are coming into position. They are because that will be your currency. Mm-hmm. What what use will fiat currency be in a virtual world? Right, you in a virtual world? You talking about some? Yeah, this fifty dollars. <laughs> what you mean, bro? No, that don't work. Here, this bro. is why oh, I think there's actually a uh, crypto version of the U.S. dollar that I found. Yes, it's um yeah. USDT. Yeah, yeah, USDT. Yeah. Why would they already have this in hand? And its value is already higher than the regular dollar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a stable coin, so it's yeah. not as volatile as any. Actually, it's really not volatile at all. It does not move more than two or three cents on the regular. So say you get $17,000 in a coin and you can convert it to USDT. That's your money. As long as you don't take it out of um, the crypto world and convert it and put it back into your bank account, that's not even money you can really get taxed on. Right. You got to really think about that. You really cannot get taxed on it. And that's the thing Um, yesterday with uh, Binance. Um, right. When they were, uh, well, they're under investigation now. It's really because of the fact that people were taking their money out. They weren't reporting it as taxes. Right. But we're going to become, we're going to get into a world where, like I said, fiat money is not really going to matter. Mm-hmm. All right. So you won't have to worry about taxing 
on cryptocurrency, but that's gonna be that's gonna bring up new problems too, right? Because what are we gonna are you gonna are you gonna tax a virtual currency? And how would you do it? And, and, right, and technically it isn't real, but it is. It's not real in the physical world, right? So can you tax someone? But who says people gonna even want to come back to the physical world? You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, imagine you in the virtual world, so they got to have a service that come and clean you up. Like, man, this motherfucker ain't shot in five years. <laughs> nails done, got a clip. You're going to have to have people still functioning in the real world to maintain that world. Yeah, I mean, we still got to eat. Regardless of uh, the digital <laughs> world, bro, we still got to do some basic stuff. We can't just sit around. But it's going to be interesting how we incorporate all of that real life to keep us moving right. around. You, you all ever that. watched the anime? <sighs> What's the one where, like, the people in the world, they dying? Sword Art Online. There we go. Sword Art Online. The people were into uh, essentially a metaverse, Mm -hmm. but someone hacked the metaverse. Locked them in it. They locked them in it. So if you died in the game, you died in real life. life. Right. That's tough. And so with our world becoming so heavily mediated, I think the metaverse is the ultimate ultimate realization that the world is becoming so mediated. It's trying to give you that freedom, right? Because everything, essentially everything in the virtual world is more affordable than reality itself. Well, That's you, the whole point. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the the money that could be made from this? Like, imagine you in your own digital world, and then they you got ass for that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine it's like, all right, you, you got to go somewhere. Oh, up, you got to right. watch this where you go. Yeah, I'm like, about to say, you try to head to your homie planet. It's like, watch this 30-second ad real quick. It's like, hold on, bro. Somebody... I mean, we laughing about it now, but look, bro, man. Look, it's boy, the future, bro. at the door. <laughs> See, that's why it's so big, because the virtual world is essentially more affordable than the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Like... Because now your, okay, now your lifestyle is everything you need. Is virtually infinite versus what you can do in this physical world, right? Yeah. And so we, what was going to happen is we're going to tr- become truly dependent on it. Similar to how we are, just, we're dependent on phones for everything. Yeah. So to assume that we won't go further is ridiculous. That's why the video game market has already cracked the cracked the, the first you know few cracks in this metaverse because that's the whole point. You ever, if you play anything role playing in your life, you've played in you played in the early stages of the metaverse. Anything where you create your character, right? DC Universe Online. You know what I'm saying? Oh, if you yeah. have to create your character, you're creating a world for yourself. And when you play it, you're like, nah, I got to go do... The Sims really is the best example. You mm-hmm. go to the store. You have a family. You got to clean the you kitchen. You make love. You got to make yeah. love. You got to take care of the baby. You got to clean... You got to go to work. Yeah. You feel me? You have to make money to pay bills. Literally in a game. And if you ever played The Sims... The Sims is like a real job, bro, because it's like you get off the game for a day, your house go to shit, <laughs> boy. Dirty diapers over the floor, dog done shit, and <laughs> you didn't go to work for a week. Yeah, tax collector <laughs> came through. <laughs> tax collector came through, your woman done left you, and you're like, whoa, 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 I got to play this 24 hours of my life. Mm-hmm. Literally. That's why I don't like The Sims no more. It's too much work. It feels too real. I was like, man, I can't be doing this. I got taxes due. Homie said, for real? I said, nah, I said, I owe like 20 bands. I ain't paying nothing in the game. Jeez, man. Down bad. And then you have to ask who, who... I don't think any, maybe I'm going to ask y'all, do y'all think anyone could solely control the metaverse? No. I don't think so, only because right now we're in the very beginning. So we don't even know the full potential and the possibilities that there are out there right now. And like, like I mentioned earlier, the dark web itself is infinite. Like we don't know how deep that is. And if only about 3% is of what we know is surface level, like Google being all of that, MSN. Mm-hmm. I think that one entity or even an oligarchy, 
a group of entity like group of people coming together to control something is going to be hard right like extremely like, hard man i can see them trying though same well, with, sure. with the internet like for sure, yeah. you know what i you know what i think is more probable is not necessarily a group of people controlling the space but an entity that's kind of like invested regulating the space you know what yeah. i'm saying and mm-hmm. that's what i that's what i want to mention because mm-hmm. if any facebook is the company that's already said they want to tackle the task of uh, building the metaverse they've already invested billions into it they bought out like oculus and they sell it for such a low price Sure that I think it says it's so, it says on two hundred and ninety nine for the Oculus set with the movement and everything, and they say that mm-hmm. price is criminal in comparison to the other places selling it because it's so yeah. low. Yeah, and they're like, how are you even making a? How are y'all making a profit off of this? And the goal is not to make a profit; it's to get everyone into the metaverse as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? You mentioned Facebook did that. I didn't even know that they're trying to unlock. Yeah, that they, 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 the they well they they invested billions into VR already. And then we talked about the earlier about the Facebook wallet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they so they're already. The yeah. They're, so they're, they're trying this, to connect that. Yeah. They're trying. So that's why I said this is where the crypto play. So don't be surprised. You see a Facebook based crypto in the next few months. I, that's actually supposed to happen. Goddamn. Yeah. Because <laughs> if they're going to they go roll out the wallet, they might as well roll out the wallet. Right. Right. Might as well. Well, shit. <laughs> but <laughs> now, how do you think people are going to feel about that? Because, you know, a couple, what was that like last year or a couple years ago with Facebook and the privacy thing? Like, uh, yeah. You think people are really gonna trust Facebook with that yeah, responsibility? They, they, well, I mean, you trust shady. you trust Instagram, right? I mean, look, I mean, look, yeah, it's true. I mean, I mean, Facebook is Instagram, and people don't know that. And they say that when you get on the app, it'd be like Instagram by, by Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's and, true. And they give so much trust in the Instagram, and that's the same thing. Facebook. That's why Facebook is investing into so many of these things at early stages, so they can monopolize it. So yep. that's why my question was: Do you think it can be monopolized, or do people want? Because think about Ready Player One. It's the per- you know it has like the person at the top who kind of controlled the world in yeah. an extent. But then they rebelled. They rebelled. But how the hell are you? Going? I, I think they're always in the sort of rebellion, man. Imagine fighting the metaverse a whole war and you on your couch eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> man, you want wild. freedom to take them off? <laughs> yeah, like what's up, bro? Hold on, in real life. Bro. But imagine that, like you gonna have actors for a show in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. And then you like, who's acting this actor who's acting that actor? You know what I'm saying? Once again, like, the world within, within, the, world world within the world. But then you realize yeah, Michael B. Jordan voicing whoever this person is who's acting as this person in, in the movie in the metaverse, right? You have infinite characters, so you could just keep rolling that stuff out. And nope. this is why I think they're trying to have the angle. They're trying to have millions of different crypto. Because I wouldn't be surprised if you end up having communities within the metaverse. Since it's a world. Yeah. yeah. Imagine like a little organized little religion up in that motherfucker. I mean, it's same way how this world, every nation got their own crypto, uh, currency. Right. You yeah. can have uh, uh, a digital space where every, every you know, different location within the space has their own cri- crypto that they use specifically Mm-hmm. In that location, for and you know, to get to go to new one, you have to same thing with transfer. blockchain project projects are also helping out with this as well. Yeah, this is why blockchain was being so pushed back heavily, right? Think about how everything just boomed in this in the last two years collectively. Mm-hmm. It tried to when we were in high school. You know, yeah. when Bitcoin went up to about twenty thousand, but then I think it was something with the banks and stuff like that. They yeah. initially rejected it. And that's that why was the first down. time I heard about blockchain. But see, yeah. they all work together. Bitcoin started going crazy. Then you start hearing about blockchains. Then you start hearing about the ETFs. Now you got the NFTs. Now you got crypto was always there, but crypto needed a, a basis. Everything else was provided as the basis for why you need crypto, right? Yeah. 
And with the as you mentioned the ETFs, now we're talking about the world of stocks. You know, still mm-hmm. the physical realm of things. And you know, ETFs or exchange traded funds, if people don't know, those are just essentially a collection of stocks, whether it's in within an industry or maybe the SP five hundred. Oh, was it SP five hundred? Yeah, yeah. That's well, it's really an index, but you think of, of just a collection of companies in one stock in the exchange traded fund now think of it they already have these video game etfs out there right. it's only going to expand now think about nfts right. um etfs there's already going to be a i think a bitcoin etf soon or something like that so this this thing is coming all, all right, right. Well, you can have etfs for every crypto that's backed by a, a different stable coin you know right. what i'm saying so you can have a ethereum etf with just you know, 20 different coins right. that's, you know, all backed by Ethereum or you could have a Bitcoin one or a USDT one. That, right. And the craziest thing is that the virtual world right now is outpacing the physical world. For sure. Same way yeah. as like how Facts. the internet blew up immensely back when everybody said, this is just a fad. The virtual world is doing the same thing, if not triple that rate. Honestly, bro, like... <sighs> Cryptocurrencies are making so many millionaires, man. It's literally the transfer of wealth. Now, with that, is all of it legal? Of course not, because there's always going to be people out here trying to capitalize on other people. You know, capitalism, exploitation is always going to be a thing. So it's not something that we can necessarily run away from. Like I told you guys earlier about the rug pulls or scams in the cryptocurrency world. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be something to worry about. But... um if you have a coin that's locked by the well, if its liquidity is locked then you don't have to worry about that because now you have money that nobody could touch nobody could pull from and a lot of the actual coins the legit coins lock their liquidity so that the owner or um, the developers cannot just steal from the people because again you're creating the people's coin right mm-hmm. so it just it just goes to show man like yes this is new mm-hmm. but because it's so new and because there are no rules i mean yeah people could be very vulnerable but we're making our own rules so if we don't want people to steal money from us and we i mean you have a company or a group of people who create a coin right they build their own little space their own little platform their own little niche man like you don't actually and this is just aside from the investment part i'm just talking about in terms of trading money all right. If I wanted something from you, give me maybe six Guap coin, maybe mm-hmm. six XRP, maybe six Cardano, you know, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Seven Hulk coin. Like you, just a lot of different things that you don't even know about. There's gonna be a Marvel coin out there. Bro. It, I mean, but yeah, you really have to think about it like right. that. Marvel coin, Star Wars, help Walmart. I mean, the companies always follow the trends, but right. they're always late to the party. All right. So like even with Instagram, these mega companies were not utilizing ad space like younger creators were like regular people right. were, you know, when Vine blew up all this stuff, these companies were not utilizing the space. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people were able to become famous. Right. But then once they see the potential of digital marketing, they want to come in, they want to put all the ads now. And, you know, we see stuff like YouTube. You, you have unskippable ads. Stuff is annoying. And mm-hmm. it's going to be so like... You should put that See, what well, I try to tell people what it's going to be like living in, it's going to be like living in a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. You live in, in a Rubik's Cube because everything here... The internet is 2D because you, you access it, but you're not in the internet. The yeah. metaverse is you going into the internet. And it's like you're becoming the internet. 
And it's going to rely on like basic principles like quantum mechanics, right? And we know they still don't know what they're talking about with quantum mechanics. I mean, they they learn stuff and they rewrite stuff every two seconds. They're like, actually, the black hole has mass. You're like, how the hell that work? That don't even make no damn sense. And then they tell you, but it still don't got mass. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it relies on these foundations of principles that the average person is yet to understand as well. And so to me, looking at it from a metaphysical standpoint, I feel like the metaverse will also be trying to keep you away from your achieving like higher self because now you're going to be so infatuated with the digital this digital world which technically is not real mm-hmm. that you're not going to want to work on anything because you're infatuated with what could be instead of what you are because what what happens to the people that don't go to the metaverse that don't want to be a part of that do they become millionaires on the real plan or do they or do they, be, they fall below the waist, waistline a little bit of both man the ones that know how to capitalize on the people in the digital realm they will be successful. The ones who are stubborn, who refuse to act on the future, who refuse to take advantage of what's being offered to them and what's coming, let's be frank, those will be the ones who fall below the poverty line. And there will always be some entity, some group of people, some company, you know, whoever, trying to exploit people. Because, I mean, it's just, there are so many ways to make money. And we're talking about this infinite world. We're unlocking millions if not billions of different ways new ways that we haven't even thought of yet to create money to create income a living both a lifestyle for our actual self and potentially our digital self yeah i mean because before all of this technology emerged there was such a a high entry level for wealth you know what i'm saying now any regular person with a little There's bit a of knowledge a man from zero to zero. in a Dogecoin right. five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, bro. And with that being said, like I said, the metaverse becomes that space in between, right? Mm-hmm. It's no longer a here or there. It's like, well, I can go, I can kind of go like right here, the little crevice. And then, because now you don't have to worry about the pressures of the real world to do this. You can do this in this real t- world. For all, they might, it might get to the point where you can eat and drink in that real world too. I mean, people already be dying from heart attacks in the VR world. I mean, shoot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think something that a lot of people are going to have trouble really grasping about this digital world is the broader purpose. Like, why do I need to be in this digital world? Like, what is it's, what it, how, how is it going to benefit me and the people who I love, the people who I interact with on a daily basis? And that's something that I, me, myself, I can't answer that. Because, again, we're at the tip of the iceberg. We don't know what's coming. But at the same time, we do know what's coming. Right. So. And I guess it's not, you can't prepare for it. You can't even prepare for it mentally. Because I think that's the point of it is that we won't be able to fathom how big it is until it's there. As mm -hmm. as with most things. People didn't realize how big crypto was until now crypto was everywhere. You can't can't go nowhere with someone not talking about crypto. You got niggas that ain't never talking about crypto. Remember, Genesis, you told me a story yeah. about the man at the DMV. Tell us the no, story, this, bro. I'm sitting here just trying to get my mom's car serviced and fixed. Next thing you know, this man, out of everybody who's sitting in the conference or waiting room, just talking, saying, oh, yeah, I dropped 500 in um, Dogecoin, just waiting for it to get to 1,000. Like, dude, if you don't shut up, nobody cares. If- now everyone's oh, an expert, man. and you don't actually have to be an expert. That's I- the thing. And I, will, I don't mean to cut you off, but nah, this, this thing is... If we're talking about like Dogecoin and stuff like this, I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. Um, 
A lot of the stuff is gambling. Let's just call it what it is. Dogecoin. And I'm not going to act like I didn't put anything into Dogecoin, but I at least know what I'm getting myself into. Right. This stuff, a lot of this is just gambling. Mm-hmm. All right. If you do not have, if you cannot tell me what white paper is, what is on the white paper for a coin, if you even know what white paper is, then you're gambling mm-hmm. because you don't know the purpose of the coin. Right. And, you know, that's not. To you know, downplay any yes, of them. Not but downplay any of them. Like Dogecoin was a meme coin. It was. It, its purpose was. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> like almost sixty cents. And and that's fine. And even the people who put their money into this is not to demonize them either or say that they're wrong for doing it. But when you talk about you know you mentioned people, everybody's an expert about something. All right. Mm. Um, it becomes dangerous. Masters of none. <laughs> yeah, like. You, you're just giving solicited and even unsolicited advice and you're telling people, hey, put your money in a Dogecoin, hold, all right, buy the dip, all of this stuff, right? But it's dangerous when you don't actually know what its use is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that manipulation in the future, like you guys right. were talking about, could come from stuff like this. Right. So when it, just, I'm just basically saying when it comes to the trading, please understand what you're putting your money into. Because me, myself, when I just got into the crypto world, I got scams, all right? I got into this coin called Interplanetary, uh, put $40 in, made 220 in like four hours, and then the um, developers pulled out all the money. We got rug pulled, so I lost everything. Thankfully, it was only $40, but this thing happens literally every day. So this is going to be a major form of manipulation, and these could be the new... The future Ponzi schemes, the future pyramid schemes. Right. Mm-hmm. So be careful on how you so-called invest your money. Mm-hmm. All right. It's only an investment if you really, truly believe in the coin and its purpose. But if you're just gambling, just call it that. All right. <laughs> Don't try to sound all righteous and all of that because, look, if you know what you're getting yourself into, cool. There's no shame in that. But I don't want people out here, and you shouldn't want people out here telling anybody hey do this because i see that it's going to go up one thousand percent all right mm-hmm. without understanding that hey i'm also gambling i'm putting my money into something that could potentially fail all right when you get into the world please learn about what you're doing um learn the terminologies learn who whales are fish dolphins what does whole mean oh <laughs> uh, that is is there's a lot of terminology that you need to learn about and it's just going to go alongside the new digital world it's very I, important i feel like with anything new uh, to you at least always do your own research always yeah. catch yourself like you full-hearted in exactly i don't i don't care who tells you what if you don't do your own research then you are liable to getting scammed you know what i'm saying so exactly. in order to protect yourself do your own research you know rely on yourself yeah because honestly um at the end of the day, you're talking about your money. This is you're responsible for the con- you know everything that you do. Nobody else is, and sometimes you just have to learn the hard way. I just don't want people to learn the hard way and lose out on their life savings, right. their next month's rent. You know, if you're going to put your money somewhere, be smart about your current circumstance. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. because just because somebody's making money off of Dogecoin, off of Bitcoin, mm-hmm. does not mean that you need to do the same thing at this point in your life. All right, mm-hmm. because if you have people that you that are relying on you, and you're putting in your grocery money, 
into something that is that's, not guaranteed to go up. Like, it's, it's wild. Yeah. People do that, though, yeah. because... Yeah. That's kind of the rule with investing in game as a whole. It must be putting your money that you're willing to lose. Like, let's exactly. say this thing failed entirely. You have to be able to... Should be good you without You have to be okay exactly. about putting a band in and saying, exactly. I can come back with zero dollars. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And the market is, like, you kind of have to not be... You know, you, you kind of really cannot be uh, emotional. You're looking at it, things go up and down. Mm -hmm. You have to be bold-faced because... That's what happens. It's volatile. It's the crypto. It's the crypto world. So and just be prepared for it. But some of the highest risk can yield the greatest rewards. So. And true. On that note, we're gonna go ahead and get ready to wrap this up. All right. So you guys know the outro. Oh, first, thank y'all both. Thank you both. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 for sure. I learned a lot. Let's 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 acknowledge the guests, please. <laughs> All right, now back to the great episode. <laughs> so yeah, the metaverse, y'all. We're not going to be ready for it, but, you know, it is what it is. A mm -hmm. world? A world within a world. Within that's, a that's, world. That's a title right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the title. Let's get it. On that yeah, note, y'all know sir. how we do with the outro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. From men's to kings. And from kings to gods. This has been Fresh Fair Entertainment. Peace, family. And we outie.